Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Single Life Edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host, the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? I'm doing pretty good. Episode 9, am Whoa, I right? Am is, I right? It is episode 9. Oof, oof. How, do you, how do you feel that it's episode 9? I Can I be honest? Let's be honest here. All right. Have, wait, wait, have you been anything but honest up until this point? Always honest. Always honest. Okay. But I'm, I'm about to. Uh, okay. L- let me, let me, let me just say it. Right. Just say it. I loved it at the beginning, but okay. I feel like they've been dragging it. Yeah, like, I'm gonna agree with you. It's like, like make something happen. Well, make something happen. You can't force it. Come on, you can't force these people into relationships or into drama. What you can do is you can edit it. You can tighten it up a little bit. We got Jesse and Jennifer here spending three episodes on the fact that he in called her. In the same her, bathing suit. In the same bathing suit, <laughs> arguing over the fact that he may or may not have called her a hooker. Ugh. That could have been an, an email. I was literally going to say <laughs> that. That could have been half, uh, half an episode. That I'll give you. Yeah. This season started out so strong. So strong. The first three or four episodes, I was like, give me more. That's all I want. Now, 100%. now I'm like, this episode nine, what is it, 10 episodes in a season? Because it feels like we're kind of dragging this thing out. Yeah. But still, it still had its moments. I'm not going to completely disregard this episode. Oh, no, I'm not saying it's terrible. I'm just saying I went from, oh, my God, to, uh, come on, make something happen. Uh, yeah, I feel like we keep towing the line of something about to happen, and then we back off. Yeah. And then we tow the line. And then we back off. Yeah. Let's just cross that line. This is Discovery Plus is the single life. Let's cross the line. Exactly. What are we waiting for? What are you waiting for, guys? I can't, I cannot imagine this being a 16 episode season, which I feel like last season was. I don't think so. Was it not that many? Unless that's why they've been dragging this so much. But they have so much content. There are so many 90-day shows and other shows on Discovery Plus that this doesn't need to be a 16-episode season. Well, we'll see. But uh, I have to say, if one person can sell farts in a jar, oh. just bang someone, for God's sake. <sighs> Am I right? Eh, lose your celibacy already. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I hope she's going to lose it by the so, end of the season. You've sold your farts. Sell your bassy. Sell your bussy. <laughs> You're <laughs> see too witty. What, see what You're there. too witty All right, for let's, your own good. Let's hold on a second. <laughs> We're going to get into it in a minute. But before we do, if you guys aren't following us on social media, you can do it. It's easy to do. We're on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. It's a good time over there. We are dropping memes. We are dropping news. We're letting you know when the episodes are coming out. You can message us, which is probably our favorite part. Of social media. For sure. When you guys slide into our DMs. And you guys do it and we love it. So We really do. If there's one person I love talking more about 90 day stuff to than Teresa, it's you guys. So exactly. slide on in. Most of the time it's Teresa who responds, but I always peek over her shoulder and go, what's happening? Who are you talking? <laughs> yeah, guys, you need to too. So don't talk shit about John. <laughs> but sometimes when there is a message that's addressed to John and I see it first, I'm like, hey, someone messaged you. So if you address it to John, he's the one who's going to respond. That's very true. If you address it to both of us, 
It's most likely me who's going to respond. But I'm going to know what you said. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> also, guys, make sure you are following the podcast. So after you're following Instagram, make sure you follow the podcast wherever you're listening. Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher. It doesn't matter. Just look down and smash that follow button. Yeah, guys. Smash it like it's hot. Because. It's about all you could do. It's for about all I can do for this it's episode. It's about all you could do. Yeah. What are you going to do? I think it's okay to mix it up. Sometimes just smash it like it's hot. All right. That's, that's my fine. OG saying. Keep people guessing. Exactly. Keep people guessing. Yeah. Smash it like it's hot. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, press that plus sign button. <laughs> speaking, that's, that's John's little saying. Speaking of smashing it like it's hot and you're saying, we got some merch. One of the hot sellers is the smash it like it's hot t-shirt. Woohoo! You know, we got some people out there, some friends out there rocking that t-shirt, which and makes I us love it. so happy. Yeah. And if you want to pick up some merch, you can do it. MarriedToRealityPodcast.com. There's a button for the store. We'll hook you up. Okay. Mugs, glasses, shirts, sweatshirts. Check it out. I think yeah, it's guys, cool. Take a look. It's all we wear now. And hey. <laughs> Isn't there a promo code at the moment? There is. So if you guys weren't aware, I'm sure you are, we're covering Married at First Sight. So if you want to know the promo code, oh, you have to go to our Instagram, well, that's guys. Not fair because it was, <laughs> that's not fair because I only shared it as a story. Oh, you did? I didn't make it a main post. I only mm. shared it as a story. So let me share it with our friends here. I won't take it down. I'll until, leave. Let's, let's not take it down until Friday. Okay. So you guys have two or three days. Yeah. Two days? Who knows? The promo code to celebrate the Married at First Sight season is MAFS, M-A-F-S, all capitalized, capital M-A-F-S. It gets you 14% off anything yeah. in the store to celebrate the 14th season of MAFS. Wait, isn't it MAFS 14? No, it's just MAFS. Just MAFS, guys. M-A-F-S. M-A-F-S. That's our yes. promo code. Yes. Okay. Use so, it until Friday. And then maybe if I forget to... Take it down. You could use it till Saturday. Who knows? <laughs> Try it. If it doesn't work, let us know. We'll come up with something else for you. Classic, John. All right. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, it would be amazing if you could do it. I know we say it every time, but we are swimming in shows right now. And the best, thing you, the best thing you could do is leave us a review. It makes us feel good. It keeps us going. It is the fuel for our engines. So please, if you haven't left one, uh, please do. 100% guys, whatever John said, I strongly agree. <laughs> and you can, you can rate on Spotify now. And I see several of you guys have, you can rate, you cannot leave a review. You cannot leave a verbal or a text review, but you can rate. So please do that. If you're listening on Spotify. Yes, please. All right. That is the housekeeping. We are done with that. On to the show, on to the single life episode nine. And we start with one of my personal favorites, Natalie. Natalia. She's a love to hate, a super love to hate for me. I think she brings the drama. She brings the entertainment. I don't want to be friends with her, but I enjoy watching her. Oh, for sure. You know how people at Married at First Sight have their taglines? Yes. People on 90 Day should have taglines, but don't you worry. We always give them some. We, uh, yeah, I feel like we end up coming up with a tagline oh, for yeah. people. You know what Natalie's tagline is? And I said it many times. Um, Natalie would be, yeah, she's a Sour Patch Kid. She's a Sour Patch yeah. Kid. Not just because she's sweet and sour, but also because she acts like a kid. She does act like a child. It's not becoming, at least for me, but I think some people like it. Some guys like to feel like, okay, she's a child. She needs help. She needs to be looked after and I can take care of her. So how long can you sustain that? A date? Maybe two? No, I think, some people, have, her? I think some people have built relationships <laughs> on this dynamic. It's not for me, Oof. but... Good luck finding that guy, Natalie. Well, so, okay, so here's the thing. She's decided I need to open up. I need to go on more dates so that I can find that right person. She knows she's difficult probably and she knows it's a numbers game. The more, the more the marry her, the more she dates, <laughs> the more she, chances she has to find someone to marry her. I'll tell you this. I think she can find a guy if she doesn't talk. If she goes on dates and just pretends she doesn't talk because she's, she's a just good a looking, mime. <laughs> she's a good looking woman. She, her outfits sometimes I have to judge, but oh well. She got big boobs. She got the eyes. She's tan. Yeah, she's a good looking woman, but... The second she opens her mouth 
it's a disaster. A, she acts like a child. B, she thinks she's this goddess. That's true. Which is, that's a turn off. That's, Even that's like, true. I mean, I, it's good if, to be confident. Yes, but not, you don't say it. You show your confidence. Right. You don't talk about your confidence. Like even if she was my friend, I would be like, "Dude, you're too much." Like, ugh, I cannot, de- yeah. I cannot deal with you. Leave it to the soundtrack to portray your confidence because this song, I don't know if you heard, the <laughs> intro is like, "So many beautiful people looking for a miracle." And she's probably like, "I like this song. It's a very, it's a good song. Is there something about like beautiful and smart? Is there a song? Very nice. It's a very nice song. Is there something beautiful, beauty and smarts? Could no? Okay, I'll, we'll go with beauty then. Because I, let's not forget, her IQ is so high. Through the roof. Through the roof. There's Einstein. Did and then she say it's 135? Whatever she said was yeah. a lie. Let's be very clear here. There's no way she's in Mensa. Okay. She, um, listen, I love to watch her, but she has so many <laughs> issues. And I have to say this, right? I think women who are confident, they are confident the way they are. They show it. They're boss ladies. They don't walk around saying, I'm so beautiful. Right. I'm so sexy. Maybe say it when you get ready and you look in the mirror, say, you look good, girlfriend. Like, I do it too. But okay. Pump yourself up a little bit. Yes. But I'm not going to say it out loud. I'm not going to tell you like, John, look at me. I'm so beautiful. I'm so sexy right. today. Let's go to dinner. It's show, don't tell. Yeah. If you are, you don't need to say you are. Exactly. Just feel it, think it, whatever. Don't say it because that's actually the opposite of confidence. Mm-hmm. I, I buy that. Forcing it on someone, it's like, wait a minute. You really have to say it? I buy that. Me. So... Natalie's got a date with this guy named Josh. And we're all like, Josh, who's Josh? How did she meet Josh? Turns out she met him at the (laughs) modeling event that Johnny invited her to. She loves the modeling community. She loves the modeling community. She wants to be a model. Wait, is Josh a model? Josh ran that event. Okay. So he's the CEO of this modeling agency. Is he? Quote, unquote, CEO. Okay. I don't know what this agency is. It clearly doesn't have any prerequisites to get into it. Natalie just showed up because somebody invited her. Well, that is the TV aspect. Well, that's true. But I don't think this is IMG models. I don't think this no. is next models or whatever those. It's not like Kate Moss is in exactly. that agency too. Exactly. It's Josh's modeling agency, Inc., he probably goes on South Beach and is like, you can come to the event. You can come well, to the event. You <laughs> can come to the event. I'm pretty sure it's Tampa. Is it? Well, she's in Tampa. Maybe. Well, wasn't the event in like. It could have been in Miami. Fort Lauderdale or yeah. something. Right. Probably at the airport hotel. <laughs> I don't think it's. Yeah, I don't think it's that. But yeah, I think he is in Tampa because they had a date in Tampa. Right. So their date is golf. They're going golfing. And it's something Natalie has never done. But if it means you can wear a costume, she's in. It's, she thinks she's so cute. She's calling it, she's calling it a costume. But well, I don't know if she's trying to be cute. I just don't think she knows the word outfit, maybe, or uniform. You <laughs> attire. Could even go attire. That's the word. Golf you attire. See? Yeah, that's, that's it. what it is. But she, she's loving it. She feels sexy in her skirt with that built-in diaper. She's like, you can do anything in this thing. Skorts. It's called skorts. Oh, a skirt with shorts? Mm -hmm. Skorts. Oh, well. That's a thing. I don't (laughs) think you came up with that. I believe you. No, it is a thing. But she loves it because she's like, you can do anything and you're protected. Bend over, spread your legs. Nobody's going to see your hoo-ha. She's like, I feel sexy and I know it. I'm telling you, I like the confidence, but I wish it was a little bit more of an internal confidence. You don't need to project that to the world verbally. Project it with your attitude. Or say it once at the beginning of the season. Sure, say, hey, I'm looking good. I'm feeling this. Sure. Right. You don't need to remind us every time. All the time. All the time. Literally all the time. So, okay, Josh, he looks more like a bouncer at a club in Tampa than a CEO. But it's Florida, so don't judge a book by its cover. I like the tats. Yeah, but I'm telling you, the his hat, the tats. The, yeah. He doesn't look like... A CEO of anything. Well, it's Florida. You can yeah. be CEO of anything in flip-flops. Fair enough. So they get to the course and 
Josh is showing Natalie how to hold the club, how to wash our balls. Josh is very polite, like very. Is he? Yeah, he, he seems so very polite. Sleazy. Well, sleazy, yes, but he sleazy and polite. He's like, you look beautiful, and Natalie's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's like, oh, let me show you how to wash my balls. I'm like, come on, bro. How you guys are? Yeah, you guys are forty. You're not fourteen. Natalie's like, what is this? What is this machine? What 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 is this? And she acts like when he's washing the balls, she like jumps around. It's like, dude, how old are you? Well, that's you? true. She probably did like that humor because she is oh, mentally I fourteen. I don't think she got it. That's also a good point too. I really don't think she understood the humor. Well, it's it's good for Josh because he gets to put his hands all over her and he's holding her and showing her how to hold the shaft and wash his balls. And it's very sexual. It's very touchy. It's very intimate and physical. And Natalie's okay with this, but it, she wasn't okay at all with Johnny holding her hand at the turtle hospital. <laughs> right? This is a complete 180. Well, I think she is really attracted to Josh and she's going to say later because he apparently has this big hug. I don't think he's too tall or too big. At least he didn't look. What does he have a big what? Hug. Okay. And she hu- He hugged her. Okay. He goes like, he has these big arms and he hugged me like a bear. Okay. So I think she likes that. Do you but think? But yeah, I, w- I was, I was going to say golf can get a little touchy if you're trying to teach someone and you get all like, oh, standing behind that right. person, right? Bend over, spread your legs. I was expecting her to be like, back off, but right. she didn't. Judging by the way she treated Johnny, mm-hmm. Johnny just went in for a handhold while they were watching the turtles. And she was like, no, I'm not ready for this. Josh is standing behind her, right? Gyrating behind her, holding her arms, talking about his balls, and she's into it. She's loving it. She says the date went better than she expected. She wants to get to know him better. Josh thinks they have some chemistry. So, so far, so good. So let me ask you, who's better looking, Josh or Johnny? Neither well, are my no, top. Someone's got to be better looking. Neither are my type. Okay. But if I had to choose, I'm going to say Johnny. Okay. I actually think I agree. Josh, nothing wrong with him, but no. he's, he seems kind of like your everyday dude. Yeah. Right? He's your everyday guy. Johnny did have something Some, yeah. a little more unique about Johnny him. Johnny minus the fedora, although it, it didn't look too bad on him. And that's why I guess Johnny is the model and Josh is the CEO. Yeah. Right? Yeah, those who I don't can't see Josh do, being a model. Those who can't do, see, tell other people yeah. how to do it, I guess. Okay. So they're golfing. Josh makes a bet. If I make the ball in the hole, you buy me dinner. If not, I buy you dinner. Either way, we got dinner here. So mm-hmm. Josh and goes. Either way, Josh is going to pay. Josh goes <laughs> first, sinks it. Kind of expected that. Then Natalie goes. She makes it too. I wonder how many tries I know. she did. That's what I was thinking. Too. They were There's probably there for like two and a half hours. The coming alley. Like I'm really hungry. So I gotta <laughs> say, just do it. So yeah, they both make it. It's a tie. And they go to get food. And Natalie is like, yeah, this date is going well. But I haven't asked him anything about his life. Anything about God and the children. Does he want kids? Is he a family man? And even though that's the most important thing to her, maybe she learned. Maybe maybe I shouldn't ask this within the first 29 minutes of a date. <laughs> because I don't think you should. No matter how important kids are to no. you, maybe don't even ask at the first date. Maybe don't even ask at the second date. Maybe once you realize, oh, we could potentially have something, then you bring it up. She should also date someone just to practice because she really sucks at that. At just dating in general. Yeah, because she doesn't know how to date. She literally, as you said, 29 minutes in, she's like, so how many children do you want to have? Do you believe in God? You don't, you drink too much alcohol, goodbye. Well, I think she's pumped the brakes on that a little bit because she hasn't done it yet here. So I think she's learning. She knows she needed to make a change. She's made a change here. I think she should go to an AA meeting and pick someone there to make sure they don't drink. Okay, well, let's talk about that because 
they hop in the car and Josh is like, well, what do you want to eat? And she's like, I'm a vegetarian, so no meat. And Josh is still in that I want to bang you phase. So he's like, sure, whatever you want. Like, we can go vegan. We can do whatever it is. As long as at the end of the night we're banging, I'm fine. You pick the restaurant. So I was going to say, there was this moment that really cracked me up and it like cracked Josh up, but I don't think Natalie meant it to be funny when Josh said, this is the first time you're driving with me. What if I'm a crazy driver? And Natalie's like, I'm protected by God. And like Josh laughed at it. I didn't even hear that. Josh laughed at it and like he thought she was joking. Nope. There was the the laugh when someone says you're like, (laughs) you're joking. No, she meant it. (laughs) Okay, so that's the first sign of a little crazy right there. For sure. But I don't think Josh picked up on it that she was being serious. Yeah, I I doubt it. No. I doubt it. I think that would have been a bigger conversation if he realized she was being serious. But apparently it was one of the best days Natalie has since she moved to the U.S. Sure. So forget her wedding, forget the days spent with Bojangles. This is this it. Was, this was it. This is it. Better than the turtle hospital. Well, that one. Well, terrible. that was a disaster. That one sideways real quick. <laughs> so, so far, so good. They get to this restaurant. Josh is like, what do you want to know about me? Mind you, I, I do want to point out, he's got a nice cold Corona right there. Mm-hmm. Everything Johnny got in trouble for. Natalie doesn't care about now. The touching, the drinking, it doesn't matter when it comes to Josh. She's like, eh, it's all good. Not going to make a stink about it. Maybe Corona, one Corona's fine. Maybe if he kept drinking those, but they're not even going to get there because Natalie's crazy and let's talk about it. Natalie's first question, are you married? Are you married? Well, no. why, why would this guy be going on a date if he was married? I mean... Right, she is. I mean. She is. He knows. He knows that she's married because he asks, are you still married? And she laughs and goes, yes. But she keeps looking sideways like she's like shy or I don't know. She's like, uh, like, yes. And he goes like, what's taking so long? Right. And she's <laughs> like, well, it's, it's too complicated. And Josh goes, you're a jigsaw puzzle. And this is what I have to say. Yes. Jigsaw puzzle. I know exactly what puzzles you're talking about. But you can just say puzzles because it's called puzzles all over the world. In Czech, you pronounce it putzle, but it's spelled like puzzle. That's the funny thing. And I'm pretty sure it's the same everywhere else. Mm -hmm. So if he just said puzzles, she would have known exactly. I don't think she would have. (laughs) She's a child. He legit goes into a dissertation about what a puzzle is. He's like, a puzzle, you know? <laughs> it's a picture, and they they take it into like 50 pieces, That's and then not they, a big puzzle. they make it into a mold, and then the picture, and then you puzzle together. He literally <laughs> explained it word for word, the entire process on how a puzzle is made. And Natalie's like, uh, I just, I just want to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> you are happy once you put the puzzle together. Yeah. When I was a kid... I always wanted like a giant puzzle, right? Okay. I got it. My parents got me this puzzle with like seven golden retrievers on a brown background. It was like a thousand Sounds pieces. Like a nightmare. I started it. I literally couldn't figure it out. My dad spent his nights for like a week putting the puzzles together and he hated it because everything was like brown. Mm, it's a little difficult. But I, I was very happy when my dad finished. I think the only puzzle I really have ever done is a Home Alone 2 Lost in New York puzzle. And I got it probably when I was 10 years old. Put it together. So proud of myself. Never did one again. (laughs) I think I've done like smaller puzzles, maybe like 100 or like 200 pieces. But this, that was like a thousand or 2000 pieces. It was huge. And I'm telling you, beautiful golden retrievers. But that's Mm -hmm. all it was on the photo. So just imagine they all have the same fur. Oh, yeah. No, it sounds like an absolute nightmare. (laughs) It was out of control. It's one of those gifts I feel like you give to a kid to just be like, keep yourself busy. Keep yourself occupied. (laughs) Like mom and dad have things to get done. And then you just go in your room, hopefully for a week and work on this thing. But (laughs) I I don't think I've ever found joy in a puzzle. No, I'm not a puzzle girl. Not crossword puzzles. Not jigsaw puzzles. I do like crossword puzzles. No, no, not for me. 
Okay, let's get back to this. So speaking of puzzling, we learned some things about Josh. All right. So Josh was married about 13 to 14 years ago. How does he not know? I guess. I mean. And just say, pick a number and go with it. Like, I remember exactly when I came to U.S. just because it was just the anniversary. But I had to thought of it for a second. Like, wait, was it 10 or 11 years? But if I asked you. Then I thought of it. Don't you think you would just pick a number and go with it? I would want to figure out the right number. So I would probably say, wait, 10 or 11. Let me think about it. Okay. He's like, I was married like 13, 14 years ago. Yeah. I mean, it's not that important. It's in the past. I kind of get it. If it was bad marriage. I think it's pretty important. You don't need to. Okay. Like if I told you, if I asked you, when did you end your relationship before you met me? Would you know exactly when? I would estimate it with a number. I wouldn't be like two or three years ago. I'd be like, nah, three years ago. You know? Well, you would estimate, but you wouldn't know exactly. Maybe he just not. didn't go there. He just said what he was thinking. Okay. Well, it's not important. Here's what's important. By the way, guys, it wasn't two or three years ago. We've been together for over six years. Right. Let's just make it clear for our friends. Well, I don't even know the question you asked me, to be honest. I was just like, if if I ask you, one of us, when, when, when did your last relationship end? Would you know exactly? That's my thing. Oh, I because thought it was you said so long before you. Yeah, but it was like so long ago that I wouldn't expect you to know exactly when. Okay. That's why I'm saying I don't expect someone, if you were married a long time ago, you don't know exactly when. Okay. So here's the important part. He has a son from that marriage. He also has a daughter, but from a different woman. Two kids, two ladies. Two kids. Two women, <laughs> not ideal for Natalie. Natalie's not happy. Like you could see, like her her whole body language changed. Natalie wants kids, but she doesn't want somebody else's kids. Yes, but I mean, I think it's okay if a guy has a kid, especially when they're closer to forty. Mm-hmm. That's probably expected if that that person has some sort of a past. Sure, I don't think that's an issue. Well, she makes an interesting point because she says, I don't like the fact that he hasn't been able to make it work with the mothers of his children. Like, that's a red flag. Yeah, Natalie, how many times were you married? Three times and you're getting divorced again? That's true. Get out of here. That's very true. That's a good point. Why weren't you able to make it work with any of the guys, Natalie? You tried. She's from Ukraine, right? Yes. Yeah. You tried Ukrainian, you tried Americans, like you cannot make it work either. That's a fair so point. So you're judging something that you've done yourself. That's a fair point. And Josh asks, Natalie, do you want kids? And she gets all uncomfortable and she's like, I don't want to talk about children right now, which is a 180 completely from a day earlier, a week earlier, because all she wanted to do was talk about kids. Well, Here's a guy willing to talk about kids. And she's like, no. But there is a guy willing to talk about kids because he has kids. Sure. Sure. And seemingly maybe open to having more kids. But Natalie kind of writes it off now. Listen, if I was in my 20s, like when I met you and you told me like, oh, I have a kid or two. I don't know if I would like it because I would think, oh, we're both so young. I probably want to have a fresh start, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're almost 40 and I'm sure Josh might be 40 or older, I think that game changes a little bit because when you're 40 or close to that age, you do have some sort of a past. Well, I'd also be interested to know how old the children are because he said he was married 13 or 14 years ago. So the, that child must be at least 13 or 14 years old. Well, doesn't mean that you say I do and then you you have a child. But he, hasn't been, mar- he hasn't been married for 13 or 14 oh, years. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right? So the kid's at least that old. Yeah. And then, so maybe the other, the second child is a little bit younger. But if these kids are 12, 13, 14 years old, they're pretty self-sufficient. It's not like yeah. you're raising someone else's child. They're pretty much not raised. They're not 18. They're not off in college. But you're not raising someone else's newborn. So I think it's a little bit of a different story Like there. Natalie has this idea about life that's so wrong. That's so wrong. And that's why I think... She either has to really rethink her entire being or she's going to be alone forever because I don't think anyone can stand her. I genuinely cannot stand her if she keeps 
doing things like this if she keeps saying and acting on things she does. That's not being a grown-up. Well, explain what you mean by her ideas are wrong. Like she thinks, okay, I'm so beautiful. I just need to find a guy, more or less my age, I guess, who just wants to marry me and have kids. But I don't want him to really have any past. If mm. he has kids, wrong. If he drinks, right. wrong. He eats too much meat, wrong. It's like, dude, like... You got to make some concessions. Hard time finding a man like this. And also, it's Florida. We all drink. Right. And if you find a guy (laughs) who is 40, who hasn't been married, who doesn't drink, there's something wrong with him. And who wants to have, like, (laughs) yeah, there's something wrong with him if he's that old and doesn't do all that stuff and hasn't been married. And yeah, there's something wrong with him. And let's not forget about God because that was an issue too with Mike. Sure. And. Yeah, there's got to be some concession somewhere. Yeah, so that's why I said her ideas of the perfect man, like, yes, you can think, oh, I want this perfect guy. That's most likely it's not going to happen. You have to drop a few things. I mean, if we really want to get down and psychoanalyze this, maybe she doesn't want to get married. She's been married three times before. It hasn't worked out. Maybe she's putting up all these needs and check boxes because she's creating this unattainable guy in her head because she is scared to get divorced for a fourth time. So maybe she doesn't really want to find a guy and she's just putting up all these excuses. Well, he drinks. Well, he's got kids. Well, because at the end of the day, sure, she wants kids, but maybe she doesn't want the guy that you kind of need or would want to have a kid. Well, A, that's fixable. You can be a single mom. You can get IVF. Sure. Or you can do a one night stand, never tell the guy, which is wrong. Or you can adopt. Or you can adopt, right? That's the right way too. But I don't believe that she wants to be alone because she is like a kid. She needs someone to take care of her. She acts like that. I don't think she can be alone raising another human being. Oh, I don't think she can. No. I just wonder, does she really want to enter another serious relationship Seeing that her past three have failed. I think she wants to have a relationship, but before it goes south, I think she just wants to have a kid. So her idea is like, okay, I meet a guy. He's great. He doesn't drink. He believes in God. He's more or less my age. He's good looking so he can match me. And about two weeks in, we can bang and I can have a kid and then we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Well, they leave dinner and I'm pretty sure Natalie left her purse on the table. Did she? I saw I saw something that looked like a purse on the table. Maybe she's just a really nice tipper. She's like, here, take it all. <laughs> but yeah, I, I saw something left well, behind. Well, at the end, she was like, it's so hard not to be attracted to you, but but I, I can. And Jars is like, well, do you want me to take you home? Yes. Yeah. Well, she goes, I, I need a simple guy. I just want to be happy. And Josh says, do you think I can make you happy? And she's like, well, it's too early to say. So that's also an issue. If you are so turned off by the fact that he's got a past and has two kids, don't string them along. Just say, no, it's not going to work for me and move on. I also hope that Josh got the crazy red flag. Oh, I think so. But again, he's still in that I want to bang you stage, <laughs> right? That, guy, that guy's going vegan until mm-hmm. he bangs her. And then after that, he's ordering a nice big steak and moving on. So eh, it's hard to say. I don't think... We're going to see a second date with these two. And if we do, it's about the bank or it's about the TV. Fair enough. Okay. Let's talk about someone who wants to bang even more than (laughs) Natalie does. Dirty D. Dirty Deb. And she is so thirsty that she is willing to drive to San Diego for that D. She's going on a date in San Diego. Okay. I've done the drive several times. It's about five to six hours. From San Diego to Vegas? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a little too far to go on a first blind date. Yeah, there's enough people in Vegas, I think, that Debbie should have stuck around town for a little bit longer. I always say it. I wish she'd listen to that podcast. Just go to like a bingo tournament. Gee. I know. Right? I know. And it's not like, oh, her friend set her up with this guy. She knows him. She thinks it's going to be a great match for Deb. No, Deb met this guy online. This guy, Bill. 
she met on Instagram. I was just gonna say, imagine your grandma said, "Hey, I met this this dude on Instagram." I would be like, "Grandma, why do you have Instagram?" <laughs> you can get Instagram on a jitterbug. <laughs> I, 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 I see some red flags here, Grandma. I don't think I don't think this is who you think you're talking to. I mean, Dirty D has an iPhone. That's very true. But Bill, okay, what's with people not knowing numbers this episode? Because. Debbie's like, I met this guy, Bill, on Instagram. We've been talking several weeks. He's either 72 or 74. Did she say several weeks or several days? I wrote down several weeks. I wrote down several days. Okay. Well, either, either way. Either or. Either, either way. way. <laughs> Not long enough to know how old he actually yeah. is. Maybe he's 73. Right. And that's where I'm just saying, yeah, just pick a number. He's 72 or 74. Well, I don't think she wants to pick a number because if we do meet this Bill and he says, oh, I'm Bill from San Diego, I'm 74, and Deb said 72, yeah. we would all be like, catfish. I think he's Bill from San Diego and he's probably 24 and he's catfishing Deb. Just You think so? Yes. There's no way this 74-year-old dude is watching Married at First, or not Married at First Sight, we're all discombobulated now that we're covering so many shows, watching The Single Life or watching 90 Day Fiance and then sliding into Deb's DMs. I mean. Come on. I don't know. Come on. Really? 74-year-old? <laughs> you think my dad's watching these shows sliding into someone's Your DMs? Your dad doesn't even have social media. Exactly. My point exactly, mm -hmm. Theresa. Okay. I do love the photo they show of quote unquote Bill. He looks cool. I mean, this thing was definitely taken on a disposable camera. He's sitting in a restaurant, holding a menu up, smiling, huge smile, wearing like a Led Zeppelin t-shirt. Deb goes, he's a hippie, but I grew up in the 60s, so I think we'll have a good time. We'll connect on all the sexy times. Yeah, we'll reminisce about Woodstock. We'll reminisce about, you know, rolling around nude in the mud, taking the brown acid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know a lot about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Good for Deb, though. She, I think, if my numbers are correct, has dated more than anyone on this show. She's gone on more dates. This will be her third date. I think that's more than anyone on this show. Yeah, at least someone's doing it. Someone's living up to the name The Single Life, Oof. right? So, okay, Deb, of course, not going alone. She can't do anything alone. <laughs> Colt's driving, and her friend Audrey is in the back for moral support. All right, let's talk about Colt for a minute. He looks like a goat. He never looked good, but this is probably the worst. Horrible. He's, he's looked. And he dyes his beard. It was a different color than his hair. It is almost like jet black billy goat hair. I don't know what he's going for, like Keanu Reeves. It's not a good look. No, it's not. And he's married now. So it's like, what are you even worrying about, man? Why are you dyeing your goatee? Ugh, he looks ridiculous. Yeah, but he's driving. That's nice. Okay, he's driving, and they're on their way. And in the car, Deb's like, well, Bill sounded like a normal person, so that's what attracted me to him. Um, also, he lives with his daughter and his granddaughter. So similar situation. <laughs> yeah, this sounds familiar. And so Cole is interrogating Deb. The whole way asking, how many texts have you exchanged? Turns out, not that many. They talk every couple days, which is not very yeah, often. Not that at all. Right? And Audrey's like, oh, well, has there been anything sexual? Have you guys been sexting? Any pictures? Oh, my God, Audrey. And there has not been. Why does this 70-year-old or how how... However old Audrey is, why does she know the word sexting? Why does she know the word sexting? Forget that. Why is she asking this in the car with Deb's son sitting there? <laughs> That's so disturbing. So disturbing. And Debbie goes, no, nah, he's never asked me for a nudie cutie. And I've never asked him for a nudie cutie. Oh, my God. That's the appropriate term for a 70-year-old to call sexting. Nudie cutie. That I buy. Okay. That I'm into. That That's the word you learn at your bingo. I don't know what's more disturbing if this, Debbie and her sex drive, or the ducks we saw today that were banging. Oh, boy. I had to say it. Why did you have to bring that up? <laughs> dirty D's all around. Dirty ducks. Dirty Deb. 
you can't just bring that up and not expound upon guys that. we went to a brewery and it was on the water long story short we were looking at the water looking at these beautiful ducks all of a sudden there was this big dog with a red hair i mean with the red head never trust a redhead and like landed on another smaller dog and started drowning her. So all of us, we were like, what are you doing? What's happening? I was happening? like yelling at that dog. Yeah, you we were like, thought, stop it. Stop I it. The big dog was trying to kill the little yeah, dog. Yeah, they were like putting her under the water and then we saw the penis. Oh, so if you guys don't know <laughs> and skip ahead 10 seconds if you're eating breakfast, Ducks have corkscrew penises. <laughs> and we saw it. Oh, it was huge. And it was a corkscrew. And they were literally banging in front of us. It was crazy. Like other people at the brewery, we all were like, what's happening? But there was a couple behind us and they go, are those ducks having sex? It, and then Joan said, they're ducking. I said, yeah, they're ducking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind them. It was wild. And guess what? They finished. They were all like washing themselves. Oh my gosh. Five minutes later, they ducked again. Went back for a second. Yeah. Ugh. It was out of control. It was the, the other couple left. They just I, could not look I, at I it. I wanted to leave too. <laughs> well, I just wanted to finish our beer. Uh, okay. Why, why did we bring this up? I said, I don't know what's more disturbing if Debbie talking about sex oh. or the ducks De- we saw today. Debbie getting a nudie cutie? Yeah. Yeah. So... Deb goes, I don't want a guy sending me a dick pic. Oh, my gosh. Let's not forget Colt is sitting right there. Okay? Let's make a vow. If we ever have kids, let's never discuss things like this. Let's this never talk about our sex life in front of children. Never. Ours or anyone else's. I mean, we can tell them about the ducks. Sure. The when birds they, and the bees, the ducks and the... When they reach certain age. Sure. Okay. So then we learn... Deb's never FaceTimed uh, Bill, which makes Colt a little suspicious. But the, come on, the guy's 72 or 74. He's on Instagram. But I would not expect him to FaceTime. Maybe That's it's not his daughter red- who's running the account. Like, Dad, you got to get out of my fucking house. I'm going to get on Instagram <laughs> and I'm going to get you a lady. Yeah, that's not a red flag to me that they haven't FaceTimed. That's- well, I would just expect it because... She's going to San Diego. I know. That's far. I would not drive that far to meet someone that you don't even know if that's the person you're talking to. Well, I guess the the good question would have been, have you ever spoken to him on the phone? Mm. Because they said, oh, how often do you text? Every few days. Have you ever spoken to him on the phone? Like, that's, I think, a good question. FaceTime, time. <laughs> you guys are 70 years old, but have you talked? Have you hit the rotary phone? Have you hit the dial, right? That, I think, is the better question. We don't know the answer, but they're in the car. The long drive starting to wear on the passengers here because Colt and Deb just start going back and forth arguing. Deb's like, you're driving. You, you got to slow down. You got to watch out. And Colt's like, if you want to drive, drive. You want to tell me more about how to live my life? You want to tell me you want to tell me more about things that are obvious right in front of me? And Deb's like, since when did you start hating my guts? He's like, I don't hate you. I love you very much. But that's why I'm spending this whole weekend through this crusade. And Debbie's like, shut the fuck up. Oh, boy. Deb Classic. gets so pissed. Deb's like, pull over. I want to get the fuck out of this car. And she did. She literally jumps out of the car while it's still basically moving. Colt stops at a red light. Debbie just books it down the street. And so both Audrey and Colt are like, Debbie. Debbie, don't do this, Debbie. Debbie, come back. Especially because they were five minutes from the hotel. Right. She could have just walked, I guess, to cool off. I never noticed that Colt calls his mom Debbie. I don't think he did. I he think was there. Audrey said it and he just said Deb. Right, but that's so weird to me. I sometimes call my dad Corel, but as a joke. Yeah. I so, don't know. To me it's now you guys know that my dad's name is Corel. Yeah. Hello, Corel. But it's funny. It's like sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, Corel, just stop. But he was yelling at her, Deb. Yeah. Deb. So Deb's on the loose. Deb, absolute wild child. Audrey goes after her, finds her on a sidewalk, starts yelling at her, telling her to stop fucking things up. <laughs> just this is this is a bingo night gone wild. Just 
these elderly women just <laughs> yelling at each other, running down the street. Speaking of San Diego, I love San Diego. Hands down, one of my favorite cities. So, okay. Debbie, act like a normal person when you are in SD. Okay. Um, a lot of seals. So, Audrey finally gets Deb back into the car. They make it to the hotel. We see Audrey and Deb are sharing a hotel room. It's like, girls gone wild. It's fantastic. And Deb goes, well, before bed, let me text Bill. So she writes, hello, I'm in your beautiful city. Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. <laughs> Where are we going anyway? So this lady <laughs> hasn't FaceTimed Bill. I don't think they've talked on the phone. They don't really have solid plans. They don't have a place to meet, a time to meet. But she drove to San Diego for him. So she texts him to find out what's going on. Bill doesn't answer. So Deb goes, well, maybe he's asleep. Well, I wonder how late it was. Right. Catfish don't sleep, Deb. Catfish do not sleep. You're getting played. But if you're 72 and it's 9 p.m., you might as well. Maybe. But why wasn't their plan set up beforehand? You kidding me? That's very You're true. You're going to drive three plus hours or however long it is to just roll the dice and be like, yeah, we'll figure something out when I get there. When should I get there? How did she know what time to get there? How does she know what time to wake up in the morning? They have nothing solidified. Red Flag City. Oh, <sighs> Debbie. Okay. I feel, oh, I feel bad for her, but I do what too, do you do? But I feel like Cold and Audrey should have talked to her. But I guess Deb didn't tell them any details, so they probably thought it's all set up. I would expect that. Yeah. If I was driving down to San Diego, I would expect we have some plans here. Mm -hmm. Not for Deb. Not for Dirty D. Okay. That's Deb. I think we need to calm down for a second. I think we need to take a break, <laughs> collect our thoughts and our breaths, and we'll be back in a second. All right. We're back. Let's keep this hot mess express rolling. Stepankum. Let's roll AKA right in. Mrs. Celibacy. Woodbury, Connecticut. It's a new day. The smooth R&B is playing, and Stepanka is waking up next to Fred. Fred in the bed. Fred in the bed along with <laughs> two dogs. So a total of three dogs in that bed. And at first we're like, oh, <laughs> did she lose her celibacy or what? Because, and she didn't. Well, she says things got a little hot and heavy last night. And we're thinking, all right. And Fred goes, when we were kissing, I felt 18 again. And so they go downstairs Stepanka whips up a couple parfaits. Fred is like, never heard this before. Not surprised. I don't know why I just did Natalie accent. Oh, I'm, I'm not, so confused. I'm not surprised. Do you, Fred <laughs> doesn't look like a parfait guy. If you ask, he looks like a breakfast burrito guy from the gas station. Mm. Right? Oh, yeah. A, oh, red, yeah. A, a Red Bull and a breakfast burrito. Oh, yeah. From the mobile. And he's on his way. <laughs> oh, I've never had a parfait before. So they're sitting there. Fred's like, how do you feel about last night? And Stepanka goes, I feel good. How do you feel? And this is where we learn nothing really happened. Fred goes, we passed out real quick. So Stepanka pumped the brakes. After making out for a little bit, she pumped the brakes. So she has not ended her celibacy. Because she said she wants to end it naturally with someone she can potentially fall in love with or with her soulmate. Big eye this roll. This is so boring. Coming. Yeah. Honestly, I had to say it, but if you really want to end this celibacy, you just bang someone. You had a dude uh -oh. in your bed. You had a uh -oh. dude you knew. Yeah. It's not even like, oh, you're doing a crazy one night stand. You have someone you know. If you really want to end it, just do it, Nike. And I've never been celibate, so I don't know how near and dear you hold that to you. But it's, I don't think it's like losing your virginity. It's like Stepanka's banged before. Oh, yeah. So it's not necessarily this thing she's putting on a pedestal, I don't think. Yeah, if you want to lose it, lose it. Exactly. Right? And then once you've lost it, I think you'll feel a lot better. You'll be thinking clear. You'll be calm. You won't put so much pressure on yourself. And then you can find a person. But right now you're trying to find this person 
to lose your celibacy to and spend the rest of your life with. That's a lot to put on one person. She first wanted to lose it with Stephanie, but Stephanie went home. Now Mm -hmm. she actually got someone to stay overnight, but she backed off. It's like, ugh, I'm honestly tired of her segment. Uh, I thought it was going to be fun at the beginning. Celibacy the segment? Literally, celibacy the segment. Celibacy the whole her life story. Mm -hmm. So I need her to bang it out or just go back to your fart jars. Jeez. Seriously. Poor Fred is probably thinking, I took a bath for nothing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right? He's like, I don't take a bath more than once a month. Right. It was for nothing. You lured me into this bubble bath and I got absolutely nothing but this delightful smelling hair. This is great. (laughs) So he's like, I almost took your virginity in high school. Now it comes full circle. I almost took it again, but no. And Stepanka bursts. Fred's bubble bath and she's like you know what I think we're more like friends Uh, you feel more like a friend to me and Fred goes well just know you can always call me if you need me flip a switch and I'll make you come jeez Fred oh Fred that yep not surprised he talks like that either I had to say this but I know she's interested in both but I think she's more into girls you think so yeah. Okay. I think she's more, and I can see her with a girl. Like We've she, seen her she, on three listen, dates. She had a Fred in her bed, literally. Fred in the bed. She was drunk. If she wanted to do it, she would have done it. Come okay, on. but. Let's just, let's, let's just throw it out there. Well, she. we've seen her on three dates this season. Two guys, one girl. True, but the first guy, that was a disaster. That was ridiculous. The girl, she wanted to, but the girl backed off. Well, yes, she could have also pumped the brakes if that went any further, too. I don't think she would have. I think if that went somewhere, she would have done it. Okay. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I don't know. To me, I think she's pretty much 50-50 down the middle. I think she can go either way. Um, Maybe. I'm going to say maybe 60-40. Okay. All right. Well, who knows? We don't know anything. So, Stepanka thinks... She's put so much weight on losing her celibacy that it's taken the fun out of sex. And she's like, I thought I could just have a hoe phase, but that's not the case. So maybe I should just let things happen naturally now. It's not even, it's not just taking the fun out of sex. It's taking the fun out of her segment. It's taking the fun out of the show, Stepanka. (laughs) Just bang someone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not great advice, but. No, but she's trying to. Yeah. I mean, I, I. I know I said, like, you should just bang someone and get it over with, but don't just bang anyone. Still bang someone that you want to bang. Well, of course. But, you know? But she seemed like, yes, Fred, yes, Fred. Like, don't bang that guy from the sidewalk picnic from the first episode. No, but I'm saying this seemed like a good pick. Not to marry or have children with. Right. But. Right. If you want to have a hoe phase, Fred's your guy. Yeah. Fred's your guy. Well, he wasn't. Nope. So the search continues. Search continues. Ugh, for, okay. for all of these yeah. people. For another couple of episodes. So let's see. Okay. Last couple. Maybe not for long. <laughs> but I really hope so because I invested in that calendar. And I do not want to keep that nude Jesse Jennifer calendar hanging at my desk. If I they still hope up, you're lying, but split moving up. on. <laughs> okay, Jesse and Jennifer, still at luxury beach resort. Still wearing the same bathing suit. Still wearing the same, but this is three episodes, one storyline. No, 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 this is the second episode, but we saw the previews. Oh, right. Second episode. They're going to continue. It's going to go into a third. Yeah, into the third. So Jennifer, she just stormed off because Jesse basically called her a hooker. And Jesse tells the camera, it's just a big miscommunication. We were talking about paid promotions, which we both do for work. And I just asked if the posts with her guy friends were paid posts. And then Jennifer says something that in my eyes didn't help her because she said, I can't believe he said it was so offensive. I'm a working mom. So you're saying you did get paid for that post? What, uh, what do you mean? Well, she basically she's offended when he asked if she got paid for the post with a guy, right? I don't think... It was understood, maybe, that he was asking about the posting. It seemed like he was asking 
did you get paid to spend time with oh. that guy? Mm-hmm. I think that's how that's how he said he let's be clear here. He made it seem like he was saying, oh, did he pay you to hang out with him? But he's trying to defend himself by saying, no, I was just saying, did you get paid to post the photos yeah. with him? OK, yeah. yeah. I have to say this, right? Yes. Whatever Jesse said was wrong. At least it came out wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. But if anyone can understand how Jesse makes his money, it's Jennifer because she does the same thing. And not just Jennifer, anyone on this freaking show. Darcy makes money on social media, but that right. ship has sailed. Right. But I would expect her. And she is the confident woman who doesn't need to say it. Like she's beautiful. She's confident. She doesn't say things like Natalie. She acts on it. But then you have these moments when she feels insecure because Jesse said that, this and that. Mean, meanwhile, I would think that she's the one who's going to understand because she has nice photos. She gets paid for that. She poses with guys. Come on. Here's why I think she gets so upset by it. I have a feeling this is not the first time someone has said that to her. I have a feeling this is not the first time someone has alluded to her being a hooker. Because ah, interesting. if Jesse just said that, because it wasn't really that cutting what he said it it was misconstrued to be Mm -hmm. taken that way if he had just said that and no one else has ever said that to her she's like what are you talking about yes or no i did get paid or i didn't get paid i feel like whether it's social media people who attack her this way or kaka or kaka (laughs) who attacks her this way i think multiple people have accused her maybe of being a hooker and well, that's why maybe. that's why it cut so deep. I just think this fight started as a silly thing because she basically said, now you're with me. Why do you keep posting things with other women? And he basically says, well, that's how I make my money. Right. And it, she should understand. It it's should- the same thing. It's like if... If a guy is a bartender, right? Yeah. You have to be nice to the ladies. Like, I get it. You don't... You don't have to be like, oh, oh, you look, you look sexy, no. But you have to be like, oh, hey, hey, guys, like, what, what do you want? What do you like to have? A little flirtatious. Right. And if you are dating or are married to a guy who is a bartender, you have to understand. Otherwise, he's not gonna get any tips. But Jesse does understand. It's Jennifer. Yeah. Right. It's Jennifer doesn't understand because Jesse goes, I could think other things about Jennifer and Kaka, right? I could misconstrue that, but I don't. I am taking your word for it. And he basically says, I'm working to understand you. I just want you to try and understand where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. She did. She she exploded. She blew up zero to a hundred mm-hmm. over nothing, basically. And we're now going to make this into a three episode story arc. Making a camel out of a mosquito. That's it. That's couldn't say it better myself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's just swinging alone. By herself. Drinking this coconut. Drinking a (laughs) delicious looking drink and not accepting Jesse's apology. So he kind of just walks off. Yeah. But guys, we saw the previews. It's going to continue. This fight's not over. (laughs) Probably. We're like on episode 16. No, no. Season three of The Single Life. (laughs) You called me a hooker. Oh, like the tell-alls. Like, so Jesse's here. And then Jennifer's on TV still on the Still swing. swinging. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's let's wrap this storyline up, folks. Yeah. Come on. Okay. That's the end of episode nine. It was entertaining. I appreciated Natalie's storyline. Always. I I definitely appreciated Deb's storyline. But I want more. I feel like they need to make more happen. We need to see Bill and Deb. Because I feel like they've been building up, building up, building up, but nothing happens. Like they've been building up this, oh my gosh, Deb and Audrey are going to stalk. Oh yeah. What's, what's Jay, his face? I think. Jay, right? And nothing happened. Now it's like Deb is going down to the San Diego, but like show us a little bit of something. Well, maybe Give we us- will. Let's, yeah. let's uh, come on, hold your horses. I think we're going to get Bill and Deb's excellent adventure if we just wait an episode. Fingers crossed for me. Over or- here. It's going to be another boom, boom, boom. It might be. It very well might be. But I'm still holding on to hope for Natalie. I'm still holding on to hope for Deb. Shipanka, man, that ship has sailed. Kaka, or no, Jesse and Jennifer, (laughs) and Kaka, nah, they could turn it around. It was interesting for a few episodes. So we'll see. I'm still here. I'm still invested. Me too, me too, me too. Okay, all right. 
So let's let's see. Let's see how this thing plays mm-hmm. out. In the meantime, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Let us know your thoughts. If you're watching this thing in life, message us. Let us know what you're thinking. We definitely want to hear it. Also, make sure you guys are following the podcast. Wherever you're listening, just look down and smash that follow button. Yeah, guys. Smash it like it's a dip hot. Okay. And thank you again for the reviews. Um, if you haven't left one, please, please do. You can do it on Apple. You can do it on Spotify. I don't know where else. But if you can leave a review, please do. I think we've said it all. Have you said it all? Everything. You said it all. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park